Welcome to the All Things Overlanding Podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's interview, I'm going to be talking to a gentleman named Matt McClellan. He runs a YouTube channel called Ozark Overland Adventures, um, and he has some awesome content on there about some epic trips that he's taken. He does a lot of Gaia GPS stuff. He actually teaches classes at expos and things like that, but he's taken some of that information and put it online in YouTube videos. Um, So if you're interested in learning about Gaia GPS or navigating the Ozarks, he is definitely one of the guys to follow. So I will put links in the description down below to his channel and to all of his social channels where you can find him and engage with Matt. So definitely go check him out. Before we get going with the interview, um, I wanted to stop and thank you guys for stopping by. If you are on the YouTube channel and you're watching the video, awesome. Thank you for that. Definitely, if you like the video, click the like button down below. If you're not already subscribed, click the subscribe button. I do a podcast slash vlog every week, um, so you'll get more great content like this every single week. Um, If you're listening on the podcast, thank you guys as well. I know there are a ton of you out there that listen to the podcast, so I appreciate it. And uh, again, if you aren't already subscribed to the the channel, definitely check it out. If you aren't on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all those places, come join the conversation. I'd love to talk to you. It's the only sort of downside of the podcast is that I don't get to talk to you guys very much because it's on so many different channels. Um, So definitely come join me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and join the conversation over there as well. So that's it. We're going to get into the interview. And uh, thanks again for stopping by, and let's get into it. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. As I just mentioned in the intro that you just heard, this is Matt McClellan with Ozark Overland Adventures. Welcome, Matt. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you for having me. Yeah, no problem. I I stumbled upon you when I saw Grant's, you know, Arkansas Offroads last yeah. video, that live one that he did or the live premiere that he did. And I was like, oh, this guy's cool. And then I realized you had a channel too and watched your version of that trip. And it was awesome. It was a great video. So. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun having Grant shooting it while I was shooting it because we yeah. kind of told different stories. Uh, and it was yeah. neat seeing both aspects of it. So Yeah, that, that was, was really neat. Well, and it must be nice too, because, so I've only been on a few trips where I've actually shot video and no one else there shot video. So it was like this awkward, awful, like constant, like, Hey, can we stop at this water crossing and can I go set up some tripods? And they're like, Oh, fine. Go do it. Uh, it was my friends awkward. are used to it, so. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna go with you guys from now on. Oh, absolutely! So, Come on. <laughs> I'm I'm planning to go to rendezvous at the Ozarks. That is my plan, and I saw they just opened up ticket sales today, so I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'll. I always wait to the last minute to to buy tickets. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You know, it's it's still a few months away. Like it doesn't hurt as long as they don't run out. Right? It sounds like they're expecting like 550 rigs, which is I don't. I don't know that they could run out. Yeah. They better not run out because I'm hoping Randy has me teaching a class again this year. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. You're in for sure. I might run out. <laughs> cool. Well, so diving into some questions here, we'll start with kind of you and like how you got into overlanding and, you know, making videos and things like that. So, you know, what got you into overlanding? Like what started overlanding for you? Um, it, I would say it just kind of happened organically. Um, I have always loved the outdoors. Um, as a kid my grandparents had a place that a little cabin on the arkansas river and i mean when i'd go down there on the weekends during the summer i'd be gone all day i'd be out in the woods i'd be along the riverbank i mean i'd just just be outside all day um Mm -hmm. and you know then adulthood happened and had kids and so um when i when my middle daughter was born um which was now almost 16 years ago um I got my first, when I say real camera, I got my first digital SLR. Nice. Um, and I'd always loved taking photos and always had cameras. So that was my first, you know, legit camera. Um, and combined that with my love of hiking and um, waterfalls and started going out to take waterfall photos. And the uh, responsible four-door family car that I had um, couldn't take me to all the places <laughs> that I wanted to go. 
and I'd always had a dream. I, I always loved Jeeps um, and always wanted one, but, you know, having kids back then, the only thing that was out was a TJ. Um, mm. You can't, you know, but right. I'll get them back with a TJ, at least not well. Um, yeah. So it was there practical, but when the four-door Jeeps came out, then it became realistic yeah. and practical, and, you know, that could be like the ultimate family car. Yeah. Um, so when it was time to replace my that little my four-door it was actually a 2001 impala um it was game on i knew exactly what i was getting went to yeah. the, you know went shopping and my um as soon as i got my first jeep um i got it to go take to get to more waterfalls to photograph um yeah. but as i went out i just fell in love with the aspect of exploring uh, yeah. And eventually that grew and then combined, you know, camping with that. Um, and up until, really up until just, I don't know, maybe six years ago, it was always just kind of just one, one night trip. Sure. Um, and then had an opportunity to take a trip out to New Mexico um, oh. for the first time. And we weren't really overlanding, but we just, you know, set up a camp at a campground, but then went out exploring yep. every day. And gosh, fell in love with that. The yep. first trip out, that was my first trip out west. Um, and then, you know, just kind of meeting people and then this kind of overlanding thing became a thing. Right. Um, and just kind of happened. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Now I get out as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that you actually went overlanding because like I got into it by watching YouTube videos for like a year. <laughs> Never been on a trip. And I was just like, this is what I'm going to change my whole life and buy another vehicle and do this thing that I've never done. So I'm glad that you actually did it. It's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> incredible. And I don't know, what was it? In my last, at the end of my last trip video, um, mm -hmm. the Bonfire Run Part 2, um, yes. I made a comment in there that I could very happily do this full time. Yeah, I really yeah. did. I mean, just awesome. living very minimal, you know, if it wasn't for those pesky kids that right. know, have to be re responsible dad and put them through school and, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. You can uh, just raise them to be wild and just live in the woods, <laughs> you know? Like, well, my wife, my <laughs> wife and I, uh, you know, we, we, we have told my kids that um, my youngest is, uh, my youngest is 13 and okay. going into ninth grade. Uh, no, sorry. My youngest is 13 and going into eighth grade. Um, okay. And so we've got, what, a five more years until she graduates yeah. high school. And so we've said when, when you graduate high school, because she wants to move off to college anyway, um, yeah. when you graduate high school, we're packing up and moving to Colorado. Nice. Oh, Colorado. The retirement, yeah, that's the goal. The retirement plan is some form of, you know, RV pulling the Jeep behind it. Yeah, you know, touring the state, and yeah, you know, my middle daughter, who's very much a daddy's girl, uh, said, "How will I come visit you?" Like, you won't. If I'll park it on your front lawn, and right. you know, we'll be there for Christmas and birthdays, and you know, whatever stuff. So. Yeah, we'll just plan our trips around intersecting with your house. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. awesome. So I love that. I I have, I don't know that my wife would ever go for that, but I've told her that, and it's made her very nervous. Where I'm like, we should just sell the house. You know, just so, like, imagine if we had that mortgage payment. Like, it would cost so much less to live just out in the woods. And as long as I have internet on my phone, I can work, you know? I mean, I, seriously, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the kids, um, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen the video with our little teardrop camper. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've got a, a small teardrop. We just put a rooftop tent on it. Now we've got a two-story camper. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think we could actually make a go of living out of it. Yeah, um, I really. I mean, at the very least, you I, could I, I try. Think we'd be, I think we'd both be happy because she yeah. loves being outdoors, and she's now um, she's starting to do a lot of photography, and she loves shooting videos, and um, awesome. you know we're kind of a, a good team when we go out together. Um, yeah, and I think we could make a go of it. Yeah, I think that'd be sweet. So. I'd be jealous of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so when you're talking vehicles, are you? So you have a newer, you have a JK, right? You're not I'm a JK yet. Okay. No, I have a 2000, I have a 2012. Okay, um, right. JK, yep. Yeah, JK and Logan cool. Rubicon. So do you prefer, would you say that you are a newer vehicle person or is that, I mean, obviously you kind of had to wait for the four-door it sounds like, but are you itching to get into a JL or do you prefer the JK? Um, 
<clears throat> I'm really not. Uh, I actually got a chance to, on the Bonhar run. I got a chance to drive a friend's JL Rubicon, and mm. man, they're nice. They're smooth, um, yeah. but they're they, they definitely feel bigger. Mm. Um, you know, I I love the classics. Yeah. Um, one of these days, I want to own a CJ. Um, yeah. CJ, a CJ. Cool. Uh, what? I don't. I honestly don't even care. Probably a CJ seven. Um, yeah. But uh, and my wife over here. Um, <clears throat> she's yelling 83. She wants an 83. Um, <laughs> nice. I, I love those and I want to own one that one day just as a, a fun vehicle. But mm -hmm. as far as, you know, realistically driving it every day, doing what yeah. I love to do, um, you know, driving it up to the Ozarks, wheeling around there, driving out yeah. to Colorado. Yeah. You're not going to do that. In a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, least right. not, at least not well. Um, yeah. so I really think, I really think the JK is my favorite platform. Yeah. Um, it's still got a lot of the basics of the, of the traditional Jeep in it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But it's, to me, it's plenty comfortable enough. Yeah. And what, I mean, super capable. Um, yeah. The JLs, gosh, as nice as they are, and as, as much as I, I love them, um, all the electronics in those scare yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, sometimes I think there's just, there's just some things that should be left analog. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want a key. Right. I don't want a push button start. Right. I don't yeah. want it to cut off on me when I'm sitting at a, at a stoplight. Um, right. I don't want sensors on the side telling me if a vehicle's next to me. Yeah. Um, you know, because all those things can fail. Yeah. And, you know, doing what we do, going out to remote places, I want to alleviate as much failure potential as possible. Yeah. And I mean, if you've seen it in my videos, you know, I love water crossings. Right. Um, and, uh, don't like yeah. water. Yeah. And some of the jail stuff, at least on the, I don't know if the 3.6 has it, but I know the 2.4, uh, the four, the new four cylinder, the turbo mm -hmm. four, um, it's yeah. got a secondary battery that is actually down low by the rear drive shaft. Huh. I'm not sure how sealed it is, but I just can imagine that, get, you know, going through a deep water crossing and, you know, yeah. potentially water getting in there and not ending well. So I don't yeah. know. I'm still, I mean, the jails are still new. I, I haven't yeah. seen a lot of, you know, I haven't seen a lot of those issues pop up yet, but yeah. time will tell. I've, I've said that when it's time to replace my 2012, my next purchase will probably be, I don't remember when they started making them, 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, Rubicon Recon Edition. Ooh, yeah. Because it's still a JK, but it has the beefier front axle, uh, yeah. like a JL has. And so, I mean, if it's time to, to ever replace my JK, it's got 112,000 miles on it, so hopefully it'll last a lot longer. Yeah. Um, but uh, that will probably be what I replace it with is another JK, but a Rubicon yeah. Recon. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. I, so I, I guess to answer your question, I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah, I, I like that. I think. I've interviewed a few people and they've kind of like, so I interviewed a guy from Hungary like a couple weeks ago and he has like an old FJ40 and he loves uh, it and he thinks it's awesome, but he's like, I'm not. My wife wants one of those. Yeah. My wife wants one of those. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's sick, but it's like, he's like, but I'm not going to take that across country. Like I'll take it right. to an off-road park. Um, so he has like a newer Lexus GX, right? And that's, yeah. I, it makes sense. So, I, but not, it's his like a 2010 ish, right? Like, that's kind of how I am too, where it's like, okay, the, the four liter and the, the Xterras have proven themselves over the years. So I'll get one of those for cheap. And then if I crash it, you know, bash it into a tree, like your guys' trips, then uh, yeah. you know, I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> it happens. So yeah, I saw, I watched all of that and cringed a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I have to ask you this. I think I already know the answer, but are you a brand loyal loyalist? <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I when think we've already vehicle, discovered the answer to that. Yeah, when it, I mean, you can see uh, my garage yeah. behind me. Um, just a yeah. couple Jeep things. Just a couple Jeep signs. Um, yeah, I just, I freaking love Jeeps. Um, yeah. And for, and honestly, for my style of wheeling, mm -hmm. it just, it just fits me because yeah. I love, yeah, overlanding isn't always about super technical things. Right. But I also love going to off-road parks and sure. you know doing the real technical wheeling and if i can go anywhere where i can combine the two 
then yeah. that is my favorite thing to do. So you'll see a lot of my, a lot of my stuff in the Ozarks, I am looking for the most challenging trails yeah. that the Ozarks has to offer. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, the, um, yeah, just a Jeep is, just fits that best because yeah. there's not, um, you're not going to go overlanding and then hitting all the hardcore trails in Moab as well in a forerunner. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, the solid front axle, major articulation in the, you know, in the suspension, yeah. um, front rear lockers. And man, my favorite thing about my Jeep is that transfer case. Yeah. That four to one ratio is absolutely killer. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I mean, obviously I'm a Nissan guy and I will say I love my Xterra, but it's open diffs all around, you know, like it's, it's very capable for what it is. And I had a 2000 Cherokee, an XJ, and I loved that thing. It had the Dana 30 in the front, eight and a quarter in the rear, and it was open diffs too, but it was extremely capable. Um, and I loved that truck, but I feel like the Xterra is maybe just barely slightly more capable than that, only because it's newer and I've got bigger tires on it, I think, than, yeah. than I did on the XJ. But like, and I want to do the same things you do, which is why I'm so excited to get down there with you guys, because like I, everything up here is just crap. Right. And like, yeah. but I love the idea of combining the technical stuff with the trip because that's, if there's no challenge, then what's, we can all just drive on gravel and go camp. But yeah. like, I want to tackle stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I do too. Um, you know, the flip side of that is we go out to Colorado every year mm -hmm. and I mean, just being real, unless you seek out the future of all the major trails in Colorado, they're Pretty just easy. county roads, yeah. but they're gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, they're simply gorgeous. So, you know, give me a week of that. Yeah. Of just, you know, driving the mountain passes and stuff and camping at different places each night. Like we're going to do this summer. Nice. Um, man, I'm, 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 I'm good with that too. Yeah. I, I love to work in the scenery. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So that kind of brings us to the next question, which is, do you have a favorite season? Like, are you a winter guy, a summer guy, spring, fall? Do you have a favorite season for overlanding? Or is there one you hate? Um, no, not really. I, I okay. like all the seasons and yeah. for different reasons. Um, I don't mind, I don't mind winter camping at all. Yeah. Um, I don't mind, you know, we've got, you know, gear and equipment stuff to, to handle that and to, to stay warm. Uh, actually yeah. one of, um, my first trips with my wife through the Ozarks, she was then my girlfriend. Um, she had her Jeep, her first Jeep. Um, mm -hmm. and we were on a trip to the Ozarks in the winter. I want to say it was January, maybe February. Um, and we were both sleeping in hammocks and oh, woke up. Yeah. We were one night it got down to 17 degrees. We both woke <laughs> up with ice on the rain flies. Um, oh. and you know, we had a blast. Yeah. Um, obviously spring and fall just because of the weather and spring, everything's coming back alive again for down yeah. here in Arkansas, on the Ozarks, the waterfalls are all you know going crazy. Um, yeah. fall, fall colors. Um, you know, summer, I don't do as much Yeah. in the summer just because of, and it's not so much the heat, but ticks and, yeah. um, the streams are usually dry here in Arkansas. Um, yeah. Arkansas, it, um, Summertime is when, you know, we go to Colorado. Yeah. And we'll out there. Um, yeah, I'm exactly the same way where it's like summer for me, the bugs and just, and the people, like it's just packed, right? I feel like everything is, if it's going to, if there's a busy season, it's summer. It's like oh, I yeah. love going in the winter because no one's around. <laughs> you yeah. can just, one of these days, you know, before we, before we actually, you know, potentially move out there, um, I'll, I want to get out to Colorado in the wintertime and just experience Ooh. it. I bet um, that's cool. And just give it a shot. I mean, I know there are basically be no trails open, but, uh, you know, yeah. just pulling into the little mountain towns or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Even, even if we just drive pavement the whole time, I don't care. Yeah. Um, it'll be, I just want to go experience it. Yeah. I love, sure. I love snow and yeah. growing up in Arkansas, we just don't get a lot. I mean, right. major snow for us when I was a kid was like three inches oh, and schools yeah. would shut down for a week. And me and my friends would grab our sleds and, you know, yeah. sledding as best we could. And I, I love snow and yeah. have never experienced a really big snow. Yeah. So. That's, I, I feel like, is it the fast lane truck that gets a lot of cool stuff to test up in like the mountains and stuff over yeah. there? Like if it, they're in the snow, like feet <laughs> of snow. And I'm like, I want that so bad. Yeah, <laughs> We too. never get it anymore. Sad. 
So cool. So was the JK your first four by four vehicle or did you have something prior to that that kind of got you into wheeling and all that? Um, my, the, my first, my first Jeep was a 2008. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, okay. yeah. So I've owned two Jeeps, um, okay. myself, um, my 2008 was my first one. It was a 2008, uh, JKU Sahara and okay. drove it bone stock for a year. Um, nice. and then that engine was just total crap, um, <laughs> that I started having issues and this 2012 was actually sitting on the used lot while my 2008 was in the shop um, oh. and just started walking around and started asking the salesperson about it. And it was a 2012 with only 15,000 miles on it. And nice. we got to talking and ended up leaving my, leaving my Sahara at the dealership and nice. driving away with a, with a new Rubicon. So that's pretty <laughs> or sweet. Newer. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, my dad had, uh, my dad had, uh, four-wheel drive stuff when I was a kid. Um, I remember when I was 14, my dad got a, I don't remember if it was an older CJ or if it was a, a T, maybe a YJ at that time. I don't know. He, he brought home this lifted two-door Jeep. Um, you know, very, I, I don't remember what model it was. Um, someone had, had modified it. I think they put a V8 in it and, you know, custom seats and all. This. And anyway, he, I was 14 and he said, when you turn 16, this will be yours. And I was, Ooh. yeah, just, ah. Um, <laughs> and then when I was like 15, he sold it. And I was pissed. <laughs> That's how it always works, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, so, but yeah, grew up on uh, four wheelers or back then three wheelers. Um, <laughs> and I didn't die. Um, Good. Yeah. Always had fortunate you know, off road ish vehicle. Yeah. yeah growing up and stuff so that's sweet yeah. yeah that's that's pretty cool that's i'm a weirdo because like my parents leased cars their whole lives and then i got oh, like wow. one friend yeah one friend in high school that was like his dad was into cars and like he had like a 63 uh vet and like just then i started to get hooked and then that's how i finally got into him but like my parents still are like what the hell happened like we didn't ever have any cars and now i won't leave a car alone so i'm glad you got that I, that's, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to raise my kids in it to give them what I didn't have. So cool. So tell us about your mods. Like what have you done to the Jeep? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> so much. I mean, it's, there's really nothing you, I mean, I mean, let's just be real. JK's are a dime a dozen. Um, yeah. I mean, they're all over the place and, you know, seeing a JK with a two and a half inch lift in 35s is just completely yeah. normal. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a very standard JK build. Um, you know, there's, I also, I'm not sure what's really different about it. I did, I did invest the effort, um, and a lot of it learning the hard way, you know, in trying to do it right. So yeah. I don't just have a two and a half inch lift. I have, um, all adjustable upper and lower control arms on the front. I've got, nice. um, aftermarket, you know, better adjustable track bar. Um, yeah. so I can, you know, so I can dial it in and it drives really well. It drives really smooth. It doesn't dart all over the place and it's not squirrely like your typical yeah. JK with, you know, two and a half or three inches of lift because right. all they did was slap in new springs new and shocks and right. didn't do anything <laughs> just to deal with the geometry. So I, I've yeah. done that right. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just a fairly standard JK bill. Standard JK yeah. bill. Um, I envy you guys and the prices on Jeep mods though. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing. Um, yeah. I mean, you can lift a no. Jeep for, yeah. You can do a lot of mods for a Jeep with the same money you can, you know, lift a Toyota or I'm sure a Nissan. Okay. So. Yeah. That's mine is a Frankenstein for sure. But it even so like, coils for the front are like a thousand bucks and i'm like wait a second i got like new on my cherokee i got like new coils new dampers up front adelie for the rear um and what else i got and it was like 250 bucks <laughs> for everything for like a three inch lift on an xj and i was like how is it four yeah. times as much for front <laughs> coilovers for an xterra so yeah i i do miss those and that's I hate to say it because I'm a Nissan guy, but like if I ever got a Jeep again, I'd probably be able to do a lot more to it and do it right because I did not do the stuff right on the Xterra. It's, it's pieced together slowly. Well, I mean, so much of mine was just, you know, learning as I go. 
you know, yeah. I bought cheaper stuff starting out because I had to, and as you know, I yeah. wore that stuff out, we get better stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, I learned shocks matter. Don't yeah. keep out on the shocks. Right. You know, so many lift kits that come with a cheap twin tube, um, you know, basic twin tube shocks, and those oh. suck. Yeah. Um, so, you know, invest in better shocks and, you know, really helps provide quality. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I did a spacer lift at first. <laughs> it was hey. straight garbage. Just, it was I mean, so bad. Whatever you can to, to yeah. get bigger tires. That's yeah. I mean, it got 33s on there for me, but now yeah. that I have the coils, it's like, it's like riding on a big comfy couch kind of, it's just super nice. So yeah, you're right though. Spend the money when you need to. Um, what would you say, so you've been on a lot of cool stuff and I've seen a lot of it on your videos, but like, what is your all time, like coolest obstacle that you've overcome or like trail that you did? What was like the coolest, toughest thing that you tackle in your Jeep? Um, man, the, the coolest obstacle I've ever done was definitely Hell's Gate nice. out on the Hell's Revenge Trail in Moab. Yeah. Um, we were out there, my, it was my, 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 my wife's then girlfriend, um, very first trip out there um <laughs> this year will be our fourth year in a row to go nice it was three years ago um we'd never been out there before and we just took off we took nice. you know, i don't know we took the whole week off and a couple other days um and just went out and you know spent i want to say five days in ure and then like two days in moab wow um and i'd always wanted to go to moab we got there um running hell's Re running hell's revenge it was late july so okay. hot yeah nobody else was out there um huh. during the week uh, we saw one other guy out there wow um, so we were all alone and we get cool. to hell's gate and we're kind of like oh we think we'll do it and we saw that we we saw another guy out there there's a lookout out there at hell's gate overlooking the river and we were talking to him and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm usually not one to, to shy away from, from an obstacle. Uh, right. I feel pretty confident in my ability yeah. and, you know, plus in Moab, it's kind of cheating. You just follow the black line right. <laughs> on the, uh, on all the slick rock. Um, right. So we decided we're going to do it. And actually we have no spotter. I mean, we are alone yeah. out there. And w my wife had just gotten the drone, and so she's flying the drone in the passenger seat, um, <laughs> watching it on the screen. She's not even yeah. paying attention to what we're doing. And so we're right. going up the super steep obstacle. Um, and I'm a little, you know, I'm a little nervous, but, you know, yeah. we're, we're going. And I hit an upper section. I didn't get high enough on the wall, and I slipped <laughs> and hit hard. And yeah. I think that I have landed on my doors i've you know <laughs> dented the body that i've done some significant damage there yeah. and we're at a pretty steep incline on health gate and i start to freak out i don't even think my, i don't i don't think i had my lockers on at that point so i remember i hit the locker button and i just punch it yeah and climb up out of there and right. i mean i've got half the seat in my butt crack because of <laughs> you know just freaked out so much meanwhile <laughs> kara sitting next to me because she's just been watching it on drone screen, right. laughing hysterically <laughs> at everything. And there's actually a video of that on my YouTube channel. And I'm going to go find that. I've not Hell's seen Gate. that one. It's really short. Um, <laughs> it's just Hell's Gate. And you can hear yeah. her. And she's just laughing hysterically and at me. That's funny. Um, and that, was, that is definitely the most memorable obstacle. Uh, we yeah. went back. We spent a lot more time in Moab last year. Uh, but last year, we took both Jeeps. My wife has my wife cool. has a Jeep too. She has a, a 2015 JKU. Cool. Um, and so she wanted to drive her Jeep out there. So we took both as being yeah. you know, responsible people. Sure. Right. Um, and she's like, I don't know if I'm gonna do it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you laughed the whole time, the the very first time I went up, you laughed the entire time. She said, Yeah, but I was looking at the screen and I wouldn't drive it. Right. Um, but we got there, we're at the overlook, and all of a sudden I turn around and Kara's gone. <laughs> so I get on the radio like, where are you? She said, I'm doing Hell's Gate right now. If I don't do it, if I don't do it right now, if I don't do them first, then I'm probably not going to do it. I'm like, yeah. well, can you wait for me to go there and spot you first? <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I finally get around there and she's already in the bottom of it. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, she, she drove no up problem. Hell's Gate for the first time last year. No, no problem. 
Nice. She, she doesn't remember it because I was on the. <laughs> all she remembers is staring at me. Yeah. And listening to me on the radio. Yeah. And that's all. That's the only thing she remembers. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. But yeah. And, yeah. And that's that's actually a video that I've never put together. And now that we're in quarantine mode, that's going to be. I need to go back and, and yeah. redo that trip. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, I feel like there are so few people that have ever even experienced just that kind of like change in in direction of your vehicle. You know, like mm -hmm. when I first got my XJ, it was stock for like eight, 10 months probably. And I had a buddy with a TJ. And so we would go to like off-road parks together. And we hit this one part where there was just a hill that was like, I don't know, like 150 feet long. And it was like, I mean, it wasn't, it felt like this, but it was more like that, right. you know. But you yeah. just look at that and you're like, I said, no, there's no, I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. Because you can do that in two wheel drive. Just follow me. And I'm like, well, and as soon as you're like laying on the seat, you know, and you're, the seat back is what your weight is on. Like, it's just a weird feeling, but man, it's so much fun. And so few people yeah. get to experience and it. What, what makes me, what frustrates me is that the videos never do that justice. Right. Yeah. Ever. I mean, yep. it feels so steep and <laughs> getting out and standing there, it looks so steep. And when yep. you're driving it, you just feel like you're going straight up. But when you see it on video, you're like, you know, it's just, Right. barely a hill I'm like no yeah. that's not how it is right yeah it kills me I, I i watch i feel like i watch a lot of videos like that and they're always like you see that you know the jeep for example they're always jeeps right and they're wow 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 and they're bouncing up and jumping and, mm -hmm. and climbing stuff and you're just like it doesn't look that extreme but you can tell from the way that the body's moving and the way that the suspension's traveling and the way that he's jumping and bouncing that it's definitely a hill but you just can't capture it i don't know why yeah Sucks. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So, any places you want to go that you haven't been able to go? Oh, so many. So What's many. the biggest? And they're one? all uh, the Rubicon Trail. Okay. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, as a Jeep owner, I I got to go to the Rubicon Trail one day. Um, that's yeah. definitely on the bucket list. Um, cool. That I mean, so so many other places out west. There's so many other places in um, in a lot of places in Colorado that we still yeah. haven't experienced. We've experienced a lot of southern Colorado, um, but have never been north of was it I-70 out of Denver. Um, okay. I think um, we've never been north of there, and so definitely want to get up there one day just to yeah. explore. Um, I mean, all over the Rockies, Montana, Idaho, um, yeah. the Southwest, Arizona. Um, um, gosh, what's the trail? Um, what's the trail in California? Uh, Mojave Road. Yeah, um, yeah, the Mojave Road. Want to do that one day? Johnson yeah. Valley. It's, it's it sucks being sort of out east, doesn't it? Because there's so much good stuff out there. Yeah, I want to I, I want to also go out, I want to go out east too since I'm in central. Yeah, um, you know I want to experience the Smokies. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been to you know, Gatlinburg once a long time ago, yeah. but that didn't sure. count. <laughs> right. right. Um, you know I want to go wheel in the Smokies. We actually talked about taking the kids to the Smokies um, this summer as a, yeah. just a trip. Because yeah, instead of going Pretty to the cool. beach. Um, but just not ever being, not ever having gone out there before. Yeah. I don't want to take the kids for the first time and it'd be purely exploring because, yeah. Yeah. As, I, I don't know what the campsite situation is out there and that sort mm -hmm. of thing. So um, I think we're probably going to go back to New Mexico with the kids. So yeah. I know that. I know we cool. camp there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, do you have like a favorite piece of overlanding gear, like something that you take on every trip that you would never leave home without, regardless of whether... Yes, and it's something that two years ago I would have said, I don't need that. That's stupid. Um, and that's my fridge. Um, yeah. Two years ago, my wife got me a Dometic CFX50. Nice. Um, I was looking, I just started looking at the, the cheap the, the cheap um, fridges on Amazon yep. that run. Like Alpacools? 300 bucks. Yeah, the Alpacools. Yep. Exactly, I think it was an Alpacool. Yep. Um, and was actually about to pull the trigger on one or kind of thinking about it mm -hmm. and 
you know, it's Christmas and she pulls out this big box. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> and I unwrap it and she got me a CFX 50 Dometa. That's awesome. And I thought she was nuts. I was, I, we were actually, we were actually dating them. Um, not married <laughs> yet. And, but now I love that thing. Yeah. Not having that's, to deal, I mean, awesome. not having to deal with ice really is a thing. And just being able yeah. the, the fact that I can, um, I, the way that it handles the, um, the energy, the, the mm -hmm. battery management. Yeah. And it's, I mean, last year in Colorado, I left my Jeep parked for two days and it had the, um, the Dometic in the back of it. Huh. Didn't have an issue. Do you have a deep cycle? Um, uh no, I just had just a standard, stock battery. Wow, standard. Uh, yeah, that's nice. Standard stock battery. I've got a I've got a AGM battery now, um, but that yeah. one was just a, a stock battery. Huh. Um, but that's yeah, crazy. I, the Dometic now I won't leave home without, even if it's a day trip. Um, yeah, I throw it in there because it's just so handy. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you a funny little story, and you're gonna laugh at me, but I bought two Alpacools, and I returned both. Oh really? Of them. Yeah. So I, every time I mean, go a sale, good friend of mine has one, and he loved it. Yeah, and, that's, I mean, he'll he'll tell you it's not a Dometic. Yeah, uh, it didn't have the build quality of, the, of a Dometic. Um, mm. But just to get, I mean, just if you're on a budget. Yeah. I mean, he says it's a it's a great fridge. That's I. They had once they had like the it's like sixty three or sixty five quart one, and it was like two hundred or two hundred fifty bucks, and I was like, I just Ooh, have to one. buy this. Like I just had to buy it. So I bought it and I got it and I unwrapped it and I put it in the back of my truck and I hooked it up to my little tiny AGM battery. It's like a 35 amp hour battery. It's like tiny. And like oh, wow. 20 minutes later it shut off. And I was like, damn it. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to run this thing. Like I don't want to kill my starter battery. So I returned it. And then like a month or two later, uh, I think it was Revere Overland. If you're familiar with that guy's channel, he's out uh, of Kentucky. Yeah. He posted something up and was like, hey, this like 50-some quart one is like $180. And I was like, bye. And I bought it. And I got that one. And then I was like, that one had wheels on it, which I really didn't like because I wanted it to be permanent in the truck. And then I was just like, same problem, right? It shut off. And I was like, oh, okay, this is just, this was stupid. This is an impulse buy. I need to send it back. <laughs> I've sent, Amazon hates me. I just return like, oh, I buy the biggest stuff and I just return it. So, yeah. I don't know. I want to. So do you have one now? No. I'm still a cooler guy now. Oh, you don't have okay. No, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I'm just, I'm just too poor because I want a good one, right? I think you're right. I think that's one of those buy once, cry once kind of purchases, and I need a good one. So I need to like, yeah, do some research and wait for a sale or something so that I can justify it and then just buy one and use it forever. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, there's several good brands on the market. So yeah. I mean, Dometic. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely a Dometic fan. Um, yeah. But the new ones that they just came out with, we saw, we actually. Saw him at Ronnie Boone the Ozarks back in October. Nice. Um, he got a chance to meet the rep that was out there and got the wheel with him, so that was awesome. Cool. Um, but uh, the it's it's the the third generation. It's now the CFX fifty five. It's now fifty five liter, <laughs> but it actually has a, a freezing mm -hmm. um, plate on it. Just, huh. just one little plate on the side that okay. has a little ice tray, um, <laughs> and in a couple hours you can make ice. In it. it doesn't have a free it doesn't have a separate freezer like some of okay. the bigger ones do just uh, an ice maker but it just it has a little it has a little freezing tray that that's will, kind will of funny. Make so I, I, <laughs> I mean you, you know, know that's that's the only thing i that's the one thing i miss about having the fridge yeah is i love ice in my drinks you know mm, it's just yeah. water i like ice water if i'm drinking a coke it's you know I like ice in my, my, yeah. my cup um so i have been known to we have a one of those soft-sided yetis okay um, yeah and I, I have been known to just, just pack just that bring with, ice. Ice, with ice, just to bring ice. Um, <laughs> so you got the fridge to get rid of ice, and then you have to bring a separate thing with ice in it. Just, just to have ice. Or <laughs> I mean, typically, typically when I'm willing with my friends to just that still have ice chips, I'll just bump some ice off that. Yeah, just borrow. Yeah. See, there you go. When we get together, I will have right, this stupid cooler, and I'll give you ice. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So, cool. So let's dive into Ozark Overland Adventures a little bit. Yeah. So... What got like, so you mentioned that, you know, you just kind of fell into organically overlanding. What, what kind of got you started doing a YouTube channel? Like what made you think to do that? Um, really just a way to share stuff with friends. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't set out to create 
a YouTube channel. Um, it was just a way for me to, uh, just a place for me to upload videos right. and be able to share them. Um, you know, I, and I started that, I started doing that, oh gosh, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Um, but then I, I don't even remember why. Um, in 2015, I started actually thinking about YouTube and mm -hmm. wanting to create wheeling videos. And, you know, yeah. I, I have a, you know, somewhat of a graphic design background and a video production background. I used to, to do it in churches. Um, and, you know, I thought wanted to, to keep doing those type of creative elements um, outside of the job. Um, yeah. And so came up with Ozark Overlanding and Ozark Overland Adventures as a channel name um, and named it that. And then it, I didn't really, I was still just using it for that, but I just gave it a name um, yeah. until, I mean, really about a year ago. Um, yeah. And me and my friends would, would go out and, you know, especially one of them, Nathan would help me shoot videos and stuff and get some cool angles. And, um, you know, we'd just be sitting around the campfire talking like, you know, yeah. what if this, what if, what if we did this? What if we tried this? Um, yeah. And, you know, really in the last year is when I started, you know, let's go out and let's make cool videos of the, especially, you know, the Ozarks and, um, yeah. cause there's not a lot of that. Um, right and see what happens and so i mean the channel's still it's still really young i mean i just hit a thousand subscribers last yeah. month um, nice congrats so, you know yay for i can now monetize it yay um, yeah there you go I've, I, you know I've, I've made 11 bucks <laughs> nice you're rich everyone thinks yeah. you're rich now <laughs> you know um you know i i've i've you know not i want to say joked around but it's really not a joke um you know i would love to see the channel grow yeah. and you know, like I said in the, you know, at the end of that, that Bontar run video and just be able to do this full time. I mean, yeah. that would be my dream. I could be very happy with that. Um, yeah. I just, the, cre the video creation process and all that is not a struggle for me. I enjoy yeah. doing that. Um, so it's not really a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, I do tend to get caught up when I'm out doing things and forget to set up my camera. Yeah. Um, or forget to, you know, forget to film that or, or whatever. And <laughs> for me, I'm always the leader of the groups. Yeah. So there's never any video of me doing anything. <laughs> right. It's, everyone else. You know, it's always, it's always me going through the obstacle or the, the water crossing first. Right. And then I get my camera get out and film everybody else coming across. So, right. you know, in my videos, there's not a lot of my Jeep in them. <laughs> right. I've kind of noticed that, but I also noticed that you're like, the Ozark guy, like you're like the Ozark expert that just like, to your point, leads all the, the expeditions and like talks about yeah. the Ozarks and knows all about the Ozarks. And I watched a couple of the, like the map ones and stuff where you're going through Gaia and everything. And it's like, yeah, okay. I definitely need to meet Matt because the Ozarks seem like my kind of place. Like, and I'm going to never be able to find any of these cool places. On my own. <laughs> I, the Ozarks are, the Ozarks are a special place. They really are. Yeah. Um, I love them. I mean, of course, I mean, um, I mean, it's my backyard basically, and so yeah. that's where I spend the most of my time. Um, yeah. But they're they're a special place. They're not the Rockies. They're definitely not out west. Um, but they are mountainous and they're very rugged, um, and they're very difficult to navigate if you yeah. don't know what you're doing, um, because there's so many old Forest Service roads huh. that are still on the maps. Yeah. Um, that are even on the, not the official maps, but just the, the topo maps. Okay. Um, and it's really easy to take off down one and, you know, you may get two miles down the trail and it's overgrown. It just, yeah. and it just disappears into nothing. Jeez. Um, so, and out here, I mean, none of the trails are marked, you know, there's, yeah. there's very few signs saying this is trail 9234A or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you gotta, I mean, you have to be able to read maps to, yeah. to navigate the Ozarks yeah. um, or you'll get lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be me. There'd be like one live stream for like 10 minutes, like, hey guys, we made it. And then I'd never be seen again. I'd just be dead. <laughs> so, 
Uh, yeah, we went to West Virginia last year, last summerish, like I think it was August or September, and it was gorgeous. But it was exactly the same thing, right? Now it's not quite as rugged or as like out there, but I mean, there were some spots where we were like, "I'm a little worried. <laughs> if we get lost out here, we might run into some people that don't want us around out here for sure." Yeah. Um, so yeah, you you definitely have to be careful. I feel like Kentucky is like that a lot too, is what I've heard. But I think that's yeah. my next trip. I'll be going to Kentucky here soon. So uh, that'd be amazing. Kentucky, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff down there. I really want to hit the the Red, Red River Gorge area and then like, like the Daniel Boone Backcountry Byway. But that, like in my head, that's what when I see your guys' videos of the Ozarks, that's what I think Kentucky is. Like that's I'm like I, okay, I'm sure there's. Trails. I mean, there's there's some good national forests in Kentucky. I lived in Kentucky yeah. for three years. That's where I went to grad school. Nice. Uh, up in Louisville, um, and so okay. saw bits and pieces of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean Kentucky, this is the eastern, yeah, eastern Kentucky, Tennessee, mm -hmm. the the Virginias. Gosh, I would love to to get out oh. there. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Um... Well, cool. Well, so do you have a specific type of video that you prefer? So you talk about trip videos. Are, are those your favorite to make? Do you like making instructional videos? Do you like doing gear reviews? Like what's your, what do you enjoy making the most? Uh, I haven't done enough gear reviews to, to be able to, to speak to that one. I just, I just did my first one last week. Um, the Yeti? Gear review. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Yeti. That was 150. a great one. Uh, I like that video. Um, yeah. I want to do more of those. Um, but the trip videos are my favorite. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. obviously to shoot them I'm on a trip and right I'm <laughs> yeah. having fun um you know the other ones I do just you know the the instructional videos for Gaia and the MVU maps that sort of thing honestly mm -hmm. that kind of came out of frustration and kind of <laughs> necessity um because yeah. a lot of people don't know you know yeah. how to use the motor vehicle use maps in the forest service right. Um, and that's, I got sick and tired of seeing trails shut down um, because yeah. of ignorance. Um, yeah. And so I was like, well, I know how to do this. And, you know, I've taught classes on how to do it. And yeah. so I was like, well, I'm just going to make a video and, yeah. you know, start sharing it everywhere so people can, you know, learn how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so, great. That um, so, yeah. And, yeah, there's, and Guy has got so much. I've done, I, I just kind of redid the my last guy video um was actually kind of a, a redo from one of my very first ones because right. so much had changed in it and needed right. an update um but i've got a really a kind of a that was like a 101 and so i yeah. want to do a 201 and maybe even a 301 um, nice. just to dig deeper into what all guy can do i need those because i just recently got gaia so i'm not much of a navigator which is i know funny because i've gone on a decent amount of trips but like Typically, I find someone, right? I find someone that knows their way mm -hmm. around, and I'm like, hey, buddy, you want to lead? All right, I'll follow and do whatever you want. I'll cook dinner every night. Like, let's go. So, but I need to know. That is an important skill to know. So that's why I'm excited to get to some expos this year and learn stuff from, you know, folks like you, because it is yeah. good to know. Good to know. Um, do you feel like, though, when you go on those trips, right? So, like, personally, I don't shoot a lot of video on trips because I, one, I'm usually with people that hate it, and two, like like you, I get caught up and then I'm just like, oh, shoot, I should have recorded that. Oh, well, it's too late now. Like, do you find that it kind of, do you get to relax on the trips? Do you get to enjoy the trips or does does the video making, the film making, like sort of make it more of a hassle than it should be on your trips? Um, no, I I just, I get a lot of um, just personal fulfillment out of yeah. creating the videos. So it's not really extra work. Sure. for me um, yeah. while I'm out shooting it. The right. struggle comes when I get home and then I have to edit it. Editing right. is the hard part. Right. Um, but I've, I've found that, you know, in doing that, um, you kind of get to relive it again. And so I enjoy yeah. that aspect of it. My, my thing is I want to be able to sit down 
and start and get to the end. But editing a video, especially when you're talking a trip video that's maybe, you know, 25 minutes long, that takes so many hours. Hours, yeah. Hours and hours. And you can't do that in one sitting. And so that's that's where my frustration is because I don't, I hate, I want to start something and finish something. So when I'm doing those trip videos, I've got to start it, work on it for, you know, maybe a couple hours and then put it away, come back the next day, work on a couple hours and break it up into pieces. Um, And that's the struggle for me. But no, when we're out, I mean, I love photography and love videography. So that's part of the joy for me. Yeah. Well, that's great that you've got people that are understanding that go with you because that that would definitely help, I feel like. Yeah. do you feel like, so now that you are, you know, have the YouTube channel and it's growing and you're kind of, you know, trying to make it more of a, an official thing, right? Mm-hmm. Do you find that like, and this is, this is a biased question because I'm asking for myself. Do you find that that influences where and when you take trips or like, do you find yourself saying like, man, it's been too long since I put out a video. I need to go do something. And that could be good or bad, right? Like it could be a good excuse to get out and take another trip. Or is it more like for me, where this question's really coming from is like, I'll have times where I'm like, man, it's been like three weeks since I did a gear review and I don't want to do it in my neighborhood. So I need to get to some woods so I can, you know, do eight gear reviews. And then yeah. it's like, that's what the whole trip is about. I'm just like sitting in a campsite, like, here's my ax and it's awesome. And it does this man, and that. And I'll take any excuse just to get out. True. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and if shooting a video is an excuse to get out, then so be it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm kind of feeling that right now because I got back from the, the bonfire run and knew there was just so much in that trip i knew that was going to be a two-parter um and then and then i thought okay i i never did make a video of our colorado moab trip and i've got tons of video footage from that trip that i need to go back and redo so that's going to be my next big video um while we're um you know kind of waiting for the next trip um but i yeah, I mean, kind of to, to fill the time, now that I'm kind of focused on my channel, mm-hmm. I definitely think, okay, I, I need to create another video this week. And that's yeah. why I was like, okay, I'm going to do the, the Yeti 150 review. Yeah. Um, I actually made a list on my phone of, I don't know, probably two dozen things that I want to create videos for that aren't wheeling videos. Um, yeah. You know, rig walk arounds. I've never done that before. Um, yeah. When I get a little more detail into my, my two-story camper setup. Right. Um, and you know, the Dometic, um, the campfire defender, the pop-up fire pit that I use, yeah. man, I think that thing's awesome. That um, is cool. I saw I'll, it I'll never use a, I'll never use a firing again. I love that thing. Huh. Um, so just, just stuff like that, um, that, yeah, yeah. I want to do reviews on. Yeah. It's, it's kind of fascinating to me, like what people are looking for on YouTube. And I, that's what I love about YouTube is like, instead of like a network television show or something, right? Like you can literally find anything you want. And it could be like a kid in his mom's basement talking about Minecraft. And like, there are people mm-hmm. looking for that and they love it. And it's yeah. the same with this stuff too, where it's like, I started making gear reviews exactly like you said, cause I was like out of stuff. I couldn't go on trips enough. And I was like, oh, I'll do some gear reviews. And people were like, man, that really helped me. That was cool. And I was like, what? This is good for people. Yeah. People actually like this. I was just doing it to fill, but now I, I like doing them. I think they're fun. So yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so now, I, getting ahead. that getting that affirmation yeah. from complete strangers, um, <laughs> you know, is, you know, it just makes you feel good and like you did something, especially when it's stuff like, like my guy videos and teaching yeah. people how to um, do what we love to do and, and do it responsibly and right. do it legally, um, right. staying on legal trails, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. And I'm just blazing off through the forest. Um, right. You know, that makes me feel good. Um, yeah. we laugh, we were on our, um, we were actually just going camping, um, uh, with the kids, mm-hmm. um, not just a couple weeks ago. And I don't, I didn't, I didn't turn that into a video cause we were just relaxing. That was one of yeah. those were just, you know, it wasn't a wheeling trip. It was just relaxing sure. and camping. Um, and we stumbled up into a campsite and, um, no, we were actually heading to a, find a campsite on okay. Saturday morning and drove past a guy on one of the dirt roads and he slammed on his brakes. He was in this, this little TJ. Um, he yeah. slammed on his brakes and I thought, oh, maybe, you know, he's lost in these directions. And he backed up and just waving. He's like, are you Matt? Are you Matt? 
I was like, That's yeah. Awesome. He's like, man, I watched all your videos. And, you know, <laughs> thank you so much for doing the gayest stuff or the guyest stuff. Um, and just, I mean, Kara's next to me laughing. My kids are in the back seat going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, and it was hysterical. Yeah. Um, and we just got a big kick out. But, you know, it just, it makes you, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, to know and that have you, you actually made something and someone cared about it and it helped them yeah. enjoy their trip more. So, yeah. Have you had like, so I was terrified when I first started mine, I was terrified to be on camera. So like, don't, please don't go back and look at these. But like, I have like 14 videos since like 2016 and they're all like terrible overblown music and they're like two minutes long. And it's like my Jeep at an off-road park, or my Jeep, my exterior trying to climb a rock wall three times and then finally making it, right? Like, that's it. That's all that it was. And I had no views and no subscribers. And then I was like, okay, people don't want to just watch my stupid, the inside of my truck from my phone as I'm driving the, the truck go up a wall. I'm going to try and, like, get in front of the camera and talk to people. And I was terrified that I was just going to get destroyed, right? Like, because I'm just a normal guy. Like, I, I've already told you, I don't hardly know how to navigate. Like, I mean, I'm not stupid. I can find my way. But... You know, I don't, I'm not great with the MBUMs. I, I know a little bit about Gaia, but not a ton. Like, I thought I was just going to get destroyed. But my experience has been extremely positive. How has yours been? Like, have you had mostly positive? Have you ever gotten lit up by anybody? Um, you know, my early videos were just, you know, me sticking the GoPro on the windshield. Yeah. And, you know, it's 15 minutes of yeah. just driving down the trail. <laughs> right. um, oddly enough, my most viewed video is Goose Lake in Red River, New Mexico, the Goose Lake Trail. It's got like, oh. I don't know, 45,000 views wow. now. Of course, it's been there for, I don't know, seven years. Yeah. And and I'm really sad because I can't monetize it because it's got, you know, commercial music. And, oh, you know. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that did. Um, right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but it just gives people a taste of the trail. There's no dialogue. It's only been recently... Um, you know, within the last year or two that I've started actually including me, um, yeah. you know, in the stuff and giving dialogue and kind of talking about what we're doing and, and that sort of stuff. And um, I guess the, the only reason I hadn't done it before, because I didn't know to do it, um, yeah. honestly, I didn't <laughs> right. know that would be, you know, people would care. Um, right. But uh, yeah, it, it, I was a pastor for 10 years. So, okay. you, you know, so standing up in front of people and talking or, you know, yeah. leading worship type of thing. Um, very comfortable doing that. So yeah, yeah, I have no problem taking phone and pointing it, it out. Naturally. Just start rambling. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. So what are your goals for the channel then? I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit. I mean, is the real goal to like get to self-sufficiency or do you have a number in mind or? Not, not really. Um, I don't know how far it can go. I don't yeah. see, I mean, I watch other channels, uh, <clears throat> you know, like uh, Jason Kirchie, um, uh, Lifestyle Overland, yeah. um, Lightbright, um, yeah. all Jeep Channel stuff, deeps, right. um, and see how they, you know, especially like Lifestyle Overland, um, I guess I started watching those back when they did their very first Enchanted Rocky series. And just mm -hmm. seeing how their channel has just grown over the years. Yeah. And now I think they've, they're at least somewhat to the point where it provides their income. Yeah. Um, you know, I just don't know how long it's going to take. Yeah. So, um, right. so right now I'm just, right now I'm just doing it for fun. And yeah, yeah, I definitely want to grow the channel. I would love for it to be a legit source of income. Um, yeah. to, just fun to do what I love to do. Um, I'm never going to be one of those guys that like, you know, and Lifestyle Overland has one and so does Jesse Kirchner. Um, so, you know, but like, hey, thanks for watching my video. Go check out my Patreon account and, yeah. you know, right. find out ways you can send me $5 a month or $20 right. a month and get access to my routes and right. my campsites. And that's what I'm, I'm not going to do. <laughs> Whoops. Right. Um, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, right. I don't know. I say I won't watch in you know five years. I'll be launching. Um, but you work for Patreon. Yeah, I mean I don't want to be to the point where I'm I'm selling my route or feel right. like I am that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna keep creating content because I love to do it. 
and yeah. um yeah yeah it's kind of see how it grows yeah i think that's great and that's you know like when i started mine i don't know that i had a goal like i was just like well i'm gonna see if i can get people to follow me because i've done marketing before so it was like an exercise it was like a fun exercise right like i enjoyed editing the videos i was terrible at it and i'm still not great but um, but i like it and stuff and then, but then the more that I went with it, the more I started to see like, yes, there are, you know, the lifestyle overlands or the expedition overlands or overland bounds and all that stuff. But I feel like they're kind yeah, of- Yeah, expedition overland, that's a whole different, that's a whole different ballgame. True, yeah. <laughs> but like, I just feel like they're kind of like on the downswing, right? Like I don't see, like I, I always glance at people's like, how many subscribers do they have? And like, I feel like they've kind of plateaued because realistically, like, like I mentioned earlier with the YouTube stuff, like you can find anybody doing anything. And there are a ton of people like you and I that like have jobs and we work and then like we mm -hmm. go out when we can. Right. And I've had so many, that's been like the most fun and the biggest thing that I've learned with my channel so far is like people have approached me and said, Hey, thank you for being honest about this thing that you reviewed or thank you for telling me about right. this trail that no one else will tell me about because they're too cool and it's their spot or, you know, whatever. Um, so that's where I'm trying to be very intentional with exactly what you just said, right? Like, let's just keep having fun. And I want to keep being honest with people and see what happens. And I, I feel like that may get us to the point of like 50,000 or a hundred thousand someday, you know, in years yeah. probably, but someday, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, I talked willing with going on the trip with, with, uh, Grant last time I got a chance to talk to mm -hmm. him because his YouTube channel grew pretty quickly. Huge. Yeah. He got, he's got unique content because of the TJ, yeah. um, which, you know. I've got a JK, they're a dime a dozen. Um, oh. There's crap to YouTube channels about JK. So. <laughs> right. Um, I, may be, I may be doomed from the start, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I got a chance to talk to him. Because, and I just point blank asked him, I said, at that point he had, I don't know, like 18,000 subscribers. Jeez. Um, yeah. He's already, I mean, in the last couple of weeks, he's like tw almost at 25,000 now. Yeah, uh, crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, like, I was like, okay, you've got 18,000 subscribers now. Yeah. How much do you make? <laughs> on youtube and so he told me yeah. and i was like okay that's yeah that's like legit money um yeah. you know i mean you could you know buy a new car with that nice um, and yeah. so yeah it, that gave me a realistic expectation a realistic expectation of kind of mm -hmm. you know where i could get and yeah. what that could help me accomplish um mm -hmm. you know I don't know if I'll ever have a hundred thousand subscribers. Don't really care. Right. Um, but I would just like to get to a, a point where I just want to keep making stuff that people like watching. Yeah. And if it grows, it grows. You know, I, I think if I do that, it will grow. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't want to be doing the current real, you know, the actual job that yeah. I'm doing forever. <laughs> right. um, uh, you know, I, I think about, and I've, explored it a little bit um you know I, I would love to yeah i'm in sales and market i'm in sales right now that's that's nice. my day job um it sales um but gosh i would love to work for another you know for some other company in the off-roading community yeah. overlanding community and do sales and marketing for them um, yeah. you know i used to um, work for another company where i went to trade shows and pitched our stuff it was a online marketing web development company um, and, you know, so I would love to, to work for a company that yeah. did that. And I look occasionally, but I'm not going to find it in central Arkansas. Mm. And I'm not going to move away from my kids. Yeah, right. You know, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and yeah, see what happens. And then, like I said, when my youngest goes to college, it's game on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then you're changing jobs. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So, um, yeah, well, that was basically all the questions that I have for you. Do you have anything else you want to add? Anything we missed that I didn't ask you or we didn't talk about? Any yeah, new projects so, you're working on or anything? Not, well, I'm currently um, started a project on my Jeep, a maintenance project, you know how those go, um, yeah. that always turns into a bigger project. Right. I thought I just had a leaking pinion seal. And huh. so got a new pinion seal, was going to tackle that today. Um, but as soon as I popped the drive shaft off, I was like, my opinion shouldn't be moving around this much. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So I was like, crap. So now I've ordered a whole bearing replacement kit and in about a week I'll replace my pinion bearings. Um, nice. and kind of redo that. So luckily I don't have any place. I don't have anything coming up in the next week where 
I'm going to seriously need four wheel drive. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I are planning on getting out just the two of us um, camping this weekend. Awesome. Um, for Memorial Day. So I think it's yeah. supposed to rain ish. Oh, yeah. um, we'll see, but I, I don't think we care. I think we're going rain or shine and um, awesome. we're just going to get out because we're either with friends or we take the kids with us. And yeah. honestly, it's been since Colorado two years ago that she and I just went out together. Just to oh, nice. So yeah, yeah. we're going to do that this weekend. We did. You know, if any of my friends see this beforehand, sorry, you're not invited. Right. Um, yeah. Right if we run into you, great, but you're not camping with us because <laughs> we're doing our own thing. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really it. That's cool. So. Very cool. All right, guys. So that was it. That was the interview with Matt McClellan. Uh, special thanks to Matt for stopping by and spending such a big chunk of time with me uh, in the evening. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, great guy. So learned a lot from him. And I'm really hopeful that I can get down to the Ozarks here before too long because I'd love to get out with him and his group and, and take a trip because they do some cool stuff. So again, thanks, Matt, for being on the show. Thanks for the invite to hang out with you. I'm looking forward to it whenever it happens, whenever this COVID stuff gets done. Can't wait to get to know you guys a little bit more and get to see the Ozarks because I am super excited about that place down there. Um, so again, check the description down below for links to Matt's channels. Um, definitely go check him out because he's got some awesome epic stuff. Um, and again, thank you guys for stopping by. If you are new, if this is your first one listening, I appreciate it. And I encourage you to click the like button, leave a comment, let me know what you thought, let me know if you have any questions. Um, click the subscribe button and, and just be notified whenever a new video drops. I do these every week and I do gear reviews, I do Xterra content, a lot of overlanding stuff. So if you're into anything like camping, overlanding, off-roading, Nissans in particular, definitely click that subscribe button. So thanks again for watching. I hope you guys have a good one and uh, stay safe out there and, and have fun. Get out there, live, learn, and discover. Talk to you next time. Thank <laughs> you.